This is AI Podcast, not artificial intelligence, agency intelligence. Our team's going to be 10 times stronger than all the other teams. A platform for agents. When people think of niche marketing, they're thinking so small scale. In real life agencies, sharing their thoughts. All you need to do is get in front of more people. To transform an industry. Better coverages, uh, better pricing, better everything. Real. The difference between givers, takers, and matchers. Agents. I guess I took a slightly different path coming to the agency. I know a lot of agencies. You can partner your clients with those companies that are looking for that specific target market. This is AI Podcast. Are you ready? I am. Let's go. Hey, 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 this is Jason Cass with Agency Intelligence, and uh, welcome back. Hey, just in the last couple, we've had the new new beginning, the new intro to Agency Intelligence. I want you to tell me uh, in my emails, give them to me, jason at growprogram.com, and tell me what you think about that. What I'm, what I, the way I had it made is I'm going to be able to take agents in and out. So even our guest today, Olivia, maybe she may one day be on that little three-second uh insert there. So I I really like it. Let me know. Tell me if you think it's stupid. I I do think it needs a little bit more drum beat or something. It needs some more boom, boom, bang, you know, something like that. I don't know. That's that's me personally. But tell me, Jason at growprogram.com. And to everybody out there, hey, I this might be going out before then. And the reason is is the other podcast I didn't mention it. So Olivia is going to get bumped up a little bit for this reason, probably because it's also by the end of this is going to be one of the best podcasts ever. But besides that, January, uh, November uh, 20th, November 20th, Tuesday, Tuesday before Thanksgiving at 11 central standard time, um, we're going to be doing, Ryan Hanley and I are going to be doing a Facebook live Thanksgiving special event. And we're going to be on uh, agency intelligence, Facebook page, So you can just go to Facebook and put in agency intelligence up in the search bar. You'll see it. You can come in there and you can see that we are going to, for 90 minutes, we're going to take questions. And and, and I encourage you to get on because some of the biggest podcasts, when Ryan has his podcast and I'm on and he's on mine, uh, those are our biggest shows. And and I think it's really cool. We're going to have it on Facebook. We're going to allow to be able to interact. There's a lot of awesome things that uh, we've got planned. So uh, please, uh, November 20th, it's 11 Central Standard Time. You just go to Agency Intelligence Facebook page and boom, you'll see us live right there. Come on in, listen to it. It's going to be fun. But in the meantime, why we love agency intelligence is this is real people in real agencies. And today we will not disappoint Miss Olivia Schmidt. How are you? I am doing fantastic. How are you? Here's what I say. Keep on rocking in the free world. You know, that's <laughs> that's what we do. And it's funny because my staff will every once in a while sing that out loud if if they've had a little good moment. Hey, I'll tell you what's also cool while I'm talking, thinking about this. Uh, Olivia, um, before I introduce you, I was out. I had to go to this city. Um, I'm working on something right now. And I went to meet with this insurance company and it was an insure tech company. And every time uh, they make a sale, so like as you're sitting there talking with them in their meeting room, which their their inside of their, their building looks like Facebook or something. It's completely open and they remodeled it. So all the pipes show in the walls and stuff. It's really cool. And uh, they're sitting there and, and you just hear, ching money you know and it would play like for the three or four second clip and so like 
every four or five minutes, this thing was, it was really kind of crazy how, how it went. And it's just like, this is how insurance should be, right? So yeah. anyways, Miss Olivia Schmidt, why don't you tell the loyal listeners uh, who you are and what you do inside your agency? Where are you at? Well, I'm Olivia Schmidt. I work at Tricor Insurance and I work in our Dubuque, Iowa office. Uh, so we also have 27 offices throughout Wisconsin, but I sit in our only Iowa office. Um, we have about 26 people in this location uh, across the agency, um, about 230 employees. So uh, a lot of small communities, a few larger ones. Uh, me, in my role, I am handling uh, our select accounts area, which focuses on uh, small business accounts. So premiums of $10,000 and less. Uh, we have sales, we have placement inside that area and uh, a pretty robust servicing staff. So that's, that's what I do day to day, just try and uh, keep the ship in the right direction. See, I'm always trying to find the unique people, right, Olivia? You know that, right? Yes. And that, and where, see, here's the thing, you little listeners, is that I was actually in Nashville sitting there minding my own business, okay, just standing there and at Ivan's Connect. And here she comes and she says, hi, da da da, she starts talking. She had emailed me and I think you had emailed me, right? And I didn't email you back. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. We were just having some general conversation. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. And then, and then we're, we're just talking and all kinds of stuff like that. But, anyways, as I was talking to you, Olivia, and you don't even know this, what really sparked the idea of you coming onto the podcast for me was I'm always looking for that uniqueness in somebody, somebody that's going to be to be able to give us agents in the industry insight into something that maybe they may not get, or maybe they may be a part of in their agency, but they can hear it from a different perspective. And that was the reason why I wanted to bring you on was because of the select small business accounts. And you said $10,000 in premium and below. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. And that's something that I think is a, is a thorn in the side of a lot of agents. I think that's something that they don't really know if they should spend money on it or not. They've got consultants telling them this way, consultants telling them this way. And I really thought to myself, like, this is a message that, that we could get out there to help those agents who, who do get that different perspective. So that's what I want to, I want to wrap it around. But here's the deal, Olivia, I got to know something. Are you an iPhone or are you a Droid user? Uh, so I am an iPhone user. That's okay. I don't hold it against you. I know you personally. <laughs> Good. I, I I listen and I'm like, oh man, I know I know you're a droid user. <laughs> I, I made the leap, I don't know, five years ago. I think I was I was pregnant with my my youngest and I had a, a friend that was that had purchased stock in Apple and said, You just have to make the switch. This is this is feeding my babies. You have to do it. And so I did it out of guilt and never went back. I don't know if I could learn to use an Android now. So I may be iPhone for life. Yeah. You know, like I said, it's not the end of the world. Just lets us uh, look, get a little glimpse into your brain. <laughs> um, so, so here's uh, the other thing that, uh, you know, what do you believe in? Do you believe that where you are now or what makes somebody special is skill or luck? So I am a firm believer in luck or, uh, you know, just, just being blessed. Um, I think that when you're put in certain situations, whether that's by 
luck or kismet or whatever you believe in, I think that that's when skill comes in. You have to be able to maximize on those opportunities, but, you know, actually being in the right place in the right time, that's, that's luck, you know? So you just, people have no idea how important. That yeah. Is. You just, but once, once that opportunity is like standing in your face, you just gotta be ready to execute. That's right. That's right. Just get it done. Just get it done. Focus on the big rocks. That's what my boy Billy Williams says. He said, Jason, focus on the big rocks. All right. So take us, let us know, you know, you told us a little bit where you are now, but I mean, what, what kind of got you here? You know, take us back and uh, bring us forward. Uh, so I did not intend to get into insurance. I don't think I really ever even thought about insurance. I knew that I had uh, a policy on the vehicle that I drove. I you know, that was, that was the depth of my understanding. Right. There's a deductible if something happens. That's, that's about all I understood. And uh, actually was a massage therapist. So completely outside the industry. And a, a friend of my husband's approached me and said, would you be interested in interviewing at Tricor? And the rest is history. I, I came in, uh, I worked as a commercial lines account manager for quite a few years, uh, about nine and a half years with primarily one producer. We started about the same time. So we kind of grew up in the industry together and that was really nice. I still consider him to be a, a good friend and a, a good person for me to bounce things off, off of. I actually left for a year. Oh wow! I went to IBM. I did project management for a year, but was just very, uh, it, my heart was always in insurance and I was eating lunch with a a former client, I stayed in touch with some of my clients and the owner looked at me and he said, Olivia, what are you, what are you doing? Why are you doing what you're doing? You clearly still love insurance. If you're, if you're going to show up here and we're going to talk about bonding rates, cause that's still what you want to talk to me about. <laughs> you, you, you need to, you need to get back to where you belong. You know where your heart is. And the next day I made a phone call and just asked if they would consider taking me back. And so I was just very lucky. I started at Tricor. I got to come back here and was given a new opportunity. So I'm going to tell you, it was luck. It was luck. And then I was just willing to do the work and just continue learning, continue growing. So, um, so that's, that's how I got to be where I am. <laughs> You're a straight geek. I, I you know, it. I didn't even realize it, it until I walked away, and then I was like, "Oh, does anybody want me to review their insurance policy?" And you know, people, uh, people outside the industry don't, don't I love, necessarily think you. that's normal. No, they don't. And guess what? We're not. So because it's like, I'm totally with you. I'm that way. I just, I absolutely love it. I um, that's the reason why I love agents, right? I love agents because, like, I like my friends at home, you know. But like, I love being with other agents because we can just sit around and geek out about insurance, you know, mm -hmm. whether it's the insides operations or it's the agency intelligence or it's the actual processes and workflows. I just love it. I just like can't get enough of it. And it's uh, wow, we're straight geeks. Hey, we're, at least we live in the same geekdom, right? And so <laughs> that's, that, that's right. great. Great. We live in geekdom. All right. So that's actually a good place. We should, I, sh I think we could get that URL too, like insurancegeekdom.com. That would be yes. awesome. That's uh, so probably just, not taken yet. So it's not. And it's all the place that geeks hang out. So no, <laughs> right now, if Jason hasn't bought it, they're going to search it because they're going to buy it because they're going to know Jason needs it and they're going to try and get me. That's how you are. I know you're not loyal listeners. Okay. So, Lydia, <laughs> let's talk about this thing because 
So, so it's a difficult thing in agencies and they're, and they're debating, um, should they be writing the $5,000 accounts, the 10,000, and when we talk about account, we're talking about premium to all you loyal listeners. I, and it's, it's a go back and forth. It's not something that really excites me uh, either for my agency, but at the same time, if I write a $5,000 personal lines policy for an auto and two or two autos in a home, that's considered good, right? That's actually twice the average premium of what we have in our agency for an auto and our two autos in a home. So, but we, but when we go to commercial, we look at it differently. And, and if you can quote it online, I personally think that sometimes it's actually, you can, it's less work than what a, what a, personal lines policy would be. You work for a large organization and, and we've been hearing that large organizations actually are trying to steer away from this. And, I, and I'm interested in getting in Tricor's thoughts, getting their feeling because they found someone like you. They went to geekdom.com and <laughs> they, they found you and they realized what they had. You had left one time and come back and they realized it. So What's your guys' mentality and your thoughts on the select account pro, uh, you know, departments or these select accounts and, and whether agents should be writing them or not? So for Tricor, I think that you know, part of the value of small commercial is just you know, that's what this agency was you know, initially kind of built on. I mean, obviously, a lot of personal lines when... Uh, the doors first opened in uh, 1945, but commercial came into play and it was small accounts. And I think that just not losing touch with our roots was important, um, making sure that the client understood that, you know, we value that relationship. We, ha- we are built in a lot of small communities um, and a lot of those are, are vital small business relationships. And so there was a time, you know, where, you know, five years ago, we did see that trend start and maybe it had been going on a lot, a lot longer before that, where larger agencies were offboarding that small commercial business. They were, you know, some carriers were buying it back. It was, you know, maybe being sold to more of a digital agency or, you know, something like that, outsourced, whatever the case may be. And we just made a conscious decision that this was part of uh, who we are. And we value those relationships. A lot of those small commercial clients are also uh, personal lines clients. And so making sure that we were continuing to foster those relationships was just important in terms of how we thought our our growth, it should be part of our growth plan. So that's, you know, that's how we've handled it ever since. I mean, that's just the view we've taken on it. So Olivia, here's, I agree with that. And that is, uh, I think you just gave a lot of insight to a lot of agents out there who, I mean, you guys sat down, you discussed it and you made a conscious decision. And I think there's other large organizations out there who are making the decision that, no, we're not going to keep it. And and that may and that's probably what's best for them, right? They the point right. is is you guys had a discussion, you guys actually all thought about it. You thought about where you came from, where you where you are now, and where you're going. And I think I think that was pretty pretty cool. How many people do you have in your department? So I have eight people in my department. And you had like two hundred and thirty some employees. Was that right? Roughly something like that. Yep. Okay. Yep. So. So, okay, so eight people. And how much premium roughly are you guys handling? 
So we are handling, oh gosh, that's a great question. Not total as an agency, but like just for your, for your account or your, your department roughly. Uh, we have about, I want to say 8 million in premium. Okay. All right. Handled out of this department. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of volume. Uh, <laughs> right. Lots of a high policy count or high policy holder count. But yeah, because yeah, if you're 10,000 or less and yeah, you're at eight, I mean, eight million premium, because there's a lot of agencies that are going, okay, well, I'm about eight million. Yeah, but you probably have a couple large accounts or many of them, you know, but think mm-hmm. about smaller accounts. I mean, like you said, high volume. Wow, that's fantastic. And where do you guys get a lot of your leads from? Where, where are those coming from? What, what, like your main two or three sources? Oh, well, we, we still continue to, uh, grow by writing the business account for a personal lines account that we already have. So that those influx of referrals are a great resource. A lot of it is still just word of mouth. I mean, people know the name, they'll call us and we handle the business. So yeah, we, we'd like to see some more online lead generation, but we're, um, you know, we're, we're kind of in the beginning stages of that. So, but a lot of it is just, uh, it's just a lot of word of mouth. Olivia on the, on, as far as, uh, when you say 10,000 in premium below, does that include work comp or not? So it does include, I would say that we kind of bubble on that work comp. We wouldn't, if, if an account is 12,000 because of the comp, we're still going to work on it. Okay. Cause there's not, I mean, there's not a lot of complexity to work comp. And so that, that's right. probably the one thing that you know, kind of makes that line, that premium line waver a little bit. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. No, no, that, that, that helps break it down then. So, okay. So, so when you're getting a lot of your stuff, you said the one thing I liked was, and I, and I hear this a lot, especially this is not ironic, loyal listeners. This is a little nugget. It's not ironic that these large organizations are very, very good at going personal line to commercial lines, commercial lines to personal lines to life, to health, and, and and moving these stuff around internally. I mean, you may say, well, we're only an office of three people. Yeah, but here's the thing. You only need to have one person, right? Do you, you write commercial lines and you write personal lines? Make sure that you're using that to your um, advantage. Billy Williams says it all the time. Your gold is in your book. Uh, so those are the things that are important. Um, so that's a pretty, now obviously you guys, do you guys, what's this look like? Let's talk about that for a minute, Olivia. What's that look like? How does, so you got an agent over here or an account manager or something on the personal line side that says, Hey, I found out these people have a business and then they send it over to you guys. Yeah. So we do have an inside sales person that will pick up that information, get in contact with the client or work with the, if the personal lines person needs to be that main point of contact, then we'll continue uh, mm-hmm. down that path. But otherwise we have an inside salesperson that's, you know, gathering the particulars on that account, reviewing the quote, getting back to the client and closing the sale. Fantastic. Okay. All right. Fantastic. I think that that is a huge point though. I always like to, if we have a matrix, I always want to look for those consistencies between, uh, you know, companies that are great and companies that, uh, that are just good. And, and, uh, one of those things, um, we were, I was talking about uh, with a couple agents the other day at lunch when I was in Texas is that, you know, when you're talking, when you're looking at, it's not ironic that all of the top 500 fortune companies 
that are really large, really big on that list, they all have exact processes and procedures for everything that is done. You could probably correlate very, very easily and accurately the lowest, the, uh, the, the companies that are the smallest of small, small business have the least amount of processes, but yet the ones that are the largest and we will say most successful are nothing but processes. You can kind of look at that there and see that determining factor of climbing or decline or, or climbing down that ladder. Uh, would you agree with that, Olivia? Yes, I would. Yes. Absolutely. You guys are probably high process, aren't you? I am a very process driven person. I bet um, you are. It put, <laughs> puts I'm all the serious. aces in their places. I, you yeah. know, it just yeah. makes me sleep better at night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's not ironic, loyal listeners. So when you're thinking about it, I know I need to do it. I, need, I know I need to do it. It's, it sounds to me like it's directly proportional to the height and the success that you can have. So just me. So anything to add to that, Olivia? Yeah, I would just say having processes in place, obviously there's that 80-20 rule. There's stuff that's going to fall out of process, but taking the guesswork out of your day when it comes to getting things done just creates more efficiency for everybody. Absolutely. And it's that other 80% that that's all makes it worth that 20. Because right now that 80% is is the 20 you should be experiencing, right? But everybody else right. has got like, well, we have a process that when the phone rings and a quote comes in, we do this and then we do this and this, and then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> you know what I mean? But <laughs> and, and it's just like, it's but we got that first part and it's like, well, you actually have the other part. Uh, once again, t- I'm talking a lot about Billy today because guys, I, I was there at this thing for just yesterday, Monday and Tuesday, today's Wednesday. And I mean, he talks so much about you know, process and why this is important. And the thing that's great about Billy is he just absolutely breaks it down and he breaks it down for you step by step. But what's awesome about Billy is he gives the what, but he gives the why, you know, he's always talking about this is why this is important, you know, and, and anyway, so that's just the, the things we'll probably bring up some more stuff later on. Olivia, what uh, management system are you guys using? We are applied Epic. So let's talk about that. That's great. That like totally led into uh, what I want to talk about. So guess what, Olivia? Uh, Tomorrow at four o'clock, I am actually interviewing uh, Reed French, uh, the CEO of Applied. And so, yeah, I really am. Yeah. That's amazing. Hold on. Let me pop my collar because I got it like that. (laughs) You know, that's an absolute lie. I'm joking, but no, no, no. I'm really, I'm not popping my collar, but I am really interviewing Reed uh, French tomorrow at at four. And so in my mastermind, I'm actually taking questions. Uh, So you can submit your questions and I've got probably about 15 of them and I have to submit those to him by tomorrow morning. And so he asked for that. And a lot of people are like, you know, and one of the things that he asks for, um, his team does that they, that I get, I have to give it to them to listen to in case there was something that needs to be edited out. And I will tell you, I have very few people that ask me to do that. And, and very few times do I, do I accept, but upon thinking about it, um, and discussing it with others, uh, I interviewed Reed actually like three years ago. Okay. But in, and so, and I'm on the Ivan's advisory board. So, um, he usually comes to that and usually eats dinner with us. And so I've talked to him before 
And one of the things that um, you have to get about it and you have to think about this, loyal listeners, is, is they're, they're a publicly traded company. And so they, they're like, and they're owned by publicly traded companies that if he would come on and say something because maybe he didn't know he wasn't supposed to say it, or maybe at the time it was said, it could affect their company by millions and possibly billions of dollars, you know? So when you look at it that way, it's like, you know what? I totally agree with that. When he, I interviewed him last time and I, they told me, they said, don't even send it to us. He, Reed said it was fine. There was nothing that was done. So, I mean, it was, it, that's how he was, but they, he wanted to reserve that right. So anyways, Olivia, what should we talk to him about? I mean, I got a lot of stuff, but if it was you, like, what would you say to him? You use his system. What would you say? Oh gosh. I mean, <laughs> keep, in, keep in mind, this is me. Try, try not to step in anything here. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay, first let- of all, I'm, I, I have it open on my screen, so I'm looking right at it. And I, the, the first thing that I, I think of almost every single day when I log in is I would like a more colorful system. A more colorful like, system. Wow! Yeah. I know that sound, and maybe maybe that's the the girl in me. I have, <laughs> I don't know, but there, there's a there's a lot of gray on gray going on in the system, you know. And for me, it's just like I, I need stuff to kind of jump out at me a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Okay, I need something other than gray to kind of get me excited about what I'm doing. Like, Olivia, here's the thing: like the number one most uh, important thing to make a successful piece of software, they will tell you, maybe not in one, but maybe one or two, is user interface. Right? The way that right. it looks to us is a huge determining factor on whether or not you're going to use that. So, good call on that. I like that, Olivia. Now, <laughs> now, here's the deal: um, this is not a, a commercial or anything for Epic, but I mean, I will just say that sometimes the philosophy of the company, uh, I don't, it is not in line exactly with the way that I think. But I have said many of times, and I will say it, they are hands down the best system out there. They really mm-hmm. are when it comes to full functionality, everything being able to work. I think they have a lot of limitations, which is kind of exciting if I'm going to let Reed know that. But I think that they are hands down the best system out there as far as what you need. I think a lot of agents use only 5, 10, 15% of, of it, but that's not Applied's fault. I also think that we beat ourselves up as agents because we don't use all of the system, but it doesn't really matter because the 20, 30, 40% you do use is usually a lot more seamless and, and encompassing than some of the other systems where they're kind of pieced together. Would you agree or disagree? So I would say... Yeah. I mean, you have to figure out what's important to you in the system. You have to figure out like, what do I want to be able to get out of the system at the end of the day? And then make sure you're using the tools that Epic supplies. Or if, you know, there's additional things that you need to consider, make sure you're having meaningful conversations with them about that. But yeah, I mean, you certainly don't need to use every single feature if it doesn't apply to your business you know, use what makes sense. Use what uh, enhances what your employees need to do. Use what enhances what your customers are going to get at the end of the day. You know, just just use it for the purposes that you actually need it for and don't worry about the rest of it. Once again, here I go. Billy says, Billy says, that he said to the, he said, this was important. He said, technology, most of you guys go buy a piece of technology and then you go, okay, so what can I do with it? He said, come on, folks, think about this. He said, you got to look and make your processes and then determine what processes 
need to be automated or whatever type of technology is going to be needed for that process. So you got to know what you need first, and then you go look for the technology that's going to that's gonna solve that problem. And, and we do it completely backwards. We really, truly do. And, and it's like, we do do that. And it's like, okay, well, hey, I got active campaign, but I really don't know and I've said this to myself, like I've got active campaign, but I don't really know where it fits in my process. Is that not just totally backwards thinking? And so, I don't know. It's just crazy how it goes. So, so hey, real quick. Well, I think it just, it goes back to that start with your why. Mm-hmm. What do you need? Why do you need it? How does it help your business at the end of the day? And then you work backwards from there and then make it a logical decision based on that. A lot so. of times we do that in policy reviews, right? So like what we'll do is we'll try to tell them the what. Like, well, okay, you have bodily injury of this much or you have general liability uh, per occurrence of this amount rather than giving them the why of, okay, if this scenario happened, this would be the coverage that you would need, right? This is the why and then the what is here, you know, and had the how did it happen? But we don't ever do that. We usually just tell the what, like, okay, you have this million dollars. And that's usually what the customer says. They're like, I need a million dollar, $2 million thing. You know, they don't really even know mm-hmm. what they need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll go going back to um, the read and the interview and the other stuff. One of the stuff I want to talk to him about happens to be with Google, right? So there was this mm-hmm. big explosion of excitement. And it's like, yeah, whoa, he's getting Google nine figures. But as the desk, <laughs> as the dust has settled a little bit. Did you count nine zeros? No, like no, your- that's what I was told. And I, 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 I actually. I know. I mean, if you, if you just try and write it down, it's like, it just goes on forever. I know. I mean, it's, it's-, it's amazing. And I think Google is trying to achieve their name. What is it like a uh, hundred zeros or something like that? I think is what Google is. Um, I, I, loyal listeners, call me on that. Let me know. But it, it's, I think it's, uh, I guess, loyal listeners, you don't have to tell me. We do have, we do have uh, 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 Google. <laughs> anyway, <so laughs> Google will tell you about Google, Google. knows all. <laughs> That's right. Even about themselves. Mm-hmm. Very good self awareness. Google has. So a lot of times, a lot of things now, people are kind of coming back and and pushing back and saying, so what was, what's the impact? Everybody's worried about this data. It's really funny. No one talks about data until Google has a chance to get in. Everybody's like, wait a minute, let's talk about data. We got to have privacy. We got to have this. (laughs) But anyways, I mean, it's because they think that Google is going to come in and suck out the information and the data, the insurance industry to be able to use it against us. And I, that's really one of the reasons why I want Reed on because I want to be able to ask him that because I truly don't believe that's the way it is. But I want to hear it for him, from him because I think it's going to be nice and uh, to number one, all right now, every, we've, there's only been like one or two articles out about this thing. Really, it's very unknown. So that's why I wanted to get on this and, and say, boom, get, let's get the message out there, right? So when I see somebody out there and saying this or that, I can say, no, here's the real reason. Because whether or not I like it, it doesn't really matter. We need to have the right information so that we actually are all able to assess it and make up our own minds based on the, the real information, not what somebody's saying in a Facebook group. And I'm really excited because I, I don't think Google's taken as much data as I think Applied needs Google for their AI technology, machine learning, and their understanding of different technologies 
that I believe Applied is going after to enhance the agent slash customer experience. That's my personal opinion. What do you think, Olivia? I, I would agree with the latter. I don't think that this is some sort of, you know, scam to expose client data <laughs> or mm-hmm. anything like that. I, I truly believe that Applied sees this as a valuable partnership in order to, you know, enhance that desktop experience. It's just, there's so much information out there. And the more you can have at your fingertips at first click, I just feel like there's there's this endless world of information. And if I can have that within my agency management system, then I am working faster and more efficiently. And so I'm excited to see, you know, what this brings to the table. I, I think there's endless possibilities. I I really do too. And I can't, I just think it's exciting. I think it's for somebody to recognize, and let's keep in mind also, it is their capital group, you know, that that actually is investing here. And these guys all bounce around as VC companies anyways, to, to be honest with you. This is just me personally speaking. It's a scam. But anyways, I mean, I, I'll, I'll go on because I have my own thoughts about that. But all I do, I, I do know Reed French. He's a good guy. I think he's leading a large company and I think he's doing it well. He's definitely pushing it to the limits. But I think that we need to get some information out. And the other thing is about Applied, here's what I think happened. This thing came out. I, I'm interested to ask Reed if their numbers spiked, like their numbers of people mm. calling in for quotes, or not quotes, for um, to get demos and stuff when they heard this. Right. Like, man, I'm, I was thinking about them. And then I think the haters come out when after they got the demos. And not because they got the demos and didn't like it. It's probably when they got the bill. Because I got a buddy uh, out there in South Carolina, you know who you are, you're listening, and his bill was going to come out to $40,000 a year is what it was going to come out to for his agency. And this is also not fair to apply, but his current is a lot less than that. I think literally 75% less than that right now. So for him to take that large of a jump, now, where that's not fair to apply it, as I said, Olivia, in my opinion, is is he's with QQ, as I am. And like I have 10, 11, I have 12 users. I think I have 12, 12 or 13 users, whatever it, whatever it is. And I think I pay like, I don't know, if you want to do it annual, probably less than $8,000. And it does the work for me. And it's hooked up. It's an integrated with QuickBooks. So that's why... They're like, well, Cass, why wouldn't you do that? Well, go to Tech Canary after I have my $100 Tech Canary user uh, uh, license, and then I add in all the stuff off the platform. I'm like at 180 a user. Well, I mean, that's that's still a lot less, you know? And so I think that's the hard part. Now, Tricor, I bet you guys spend over, you spend millions. I mean, seriously, millions of dollars do you guys spend with, and I think Whenever you get to your size, I don't think you could have anything else. I really don't. You have to have something like an Epic to work. I really do. That's my personal opinion. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, we have found that it's it's probably the best tool for us to have right now. Um, I think that you have to be open to what's out there. Uh, the industry is changing fast. I think there will be other competitors that come out, um, but whether they're going to be able to uh, compete with the capabilities that we have right now, uh, I think that, you know, that remains to be seen. There's there's so much out there. I feel like Applied is, you know, a tested product 
at this point with this many years on the market. Uh, so uh, anything else is kind of a leap of faith, I think. It is. Uh, AMS 360 is probably in that same category. They've been along, around for a long time. But but yeah, I mean, yeah, you but have their to be system careful keeps in that. going down. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. I mean, it goes. Oh, does down. it? I, oh my I gosh! Know. Yeah, you don't live in that world because I'm QQ, which is owned by Vertifor. Like their systems go down all the time, and I'm not talking about. Okay, so let me get realistic. I'm going to say eight to ten times a year, maybe five times a year sometimes. But like this year has been a lot, and when it goes down, Olivia, we're not talking like, oh, it went down for 15 minutes. No, there's been a couple times it went down for the whole day. Like, could you, could you imagine? Yeah. I mean, come on. You're a large agency. Yes. But even us little people out here, I mean, it's like, are you, are you crapping me? I mean, we can't get into our system. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So no, I, gosh, anyways. Okay. So, so this thing, are, is your company, is your agency, is your higher ups talking about AI? Machine learning, insurance of things. Are they having those discussions? What's their thoughts? Do you have you heard anything? Yeah. So I, I feel like we've really we're, we're maybe a little new to the conversation, uh, but certainly something that we're trying to get familiar with, understand how it plays a role in our business. We were lucky enough to bring a a person on board that's very experienced in marketing. Uh, We brought her on. She's now the VP of marketing for our agency. And, you know, she is, she loves this stuff. So she's looking into it. Like, how does this apply to us? How does, how does this enhance what we are able to deliver at the end of the day? Uh, So just, there's been a much more fruitful conversation, I would say in the last few months. For me, this, I, it's just, I'm all new to it, really. I mean, I, I would say my journey started at Elevate and that's where I started to learn. And so it's, um, we're, we're a little bit new to the conversation, uh, but it's a very active conversation. So I'll Elevate this year is kind of where this has really been brought to your attention and make you geek out about it? Very much so. Super geek. You like it? I love it. I love it. So so if you guys, so this girl, this lady, what is her name? That you're your marketing person, Billy, Billy Joe. That, but you said it's a woman. Yes. Just making sure. Just making sure. Okay. So Billy Joe. So uh, is has she put together some team uh, or something? I'm just curious because are you part of it? Are you and her talking? We we talk all the time. Sweet. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Sometimes sometimes we geek out late. No, I don't I don't want to say late at night, but in the evening <laughs> hours. You know, all of a sudden it's six thirty, and we look around, and you know she's in a different office, but we're like, oh, it's all dark around us. Oh, because we've been geeking out about AI for yes. the last forty five minutes, like unbeknownst awesome. to the rest of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So um, it's kind of funny though, machine learning. So this came up in my household. Okay. We got an Echo Dot. 
All right. And my husband was very opposed to me getting this thing, but I was like, I'm going to get it because I think it'll be fun. And it sparked this whole conversation. The other day, she's blinking, you know, Alexa's blinking. And I said, Alexa, what are you doing? And the kids are all standing around. And she said, I am just, uh, I'm just learning or something like she made some comment like, oh, just trying to learn from the conversation. And so it just, yeah, yeah, a little, a little freaky. But at the same time, you can tell her to shut off. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I would love that (laughs) stuff. But it is crazy to think about. Yeah. So we just, it started this whole conversation between me and my kids about just the general concept of machine learning. I think it's fascinating. Mm -hmm. I said, guys, when she's sitting here and we're having this conversation, it's feeding into this database. And so tomorrow she's able to answer a question for somebody else that she couldn't answer today. Like this is, this is just data moving so quickly. I mean, faster than the speed of light. It's just going, going, going. And like, I'm such a geek. So now my daughter... Oh, no, no, no. So I was just going to say, every day my daughter goes, Alexa, what do you want to talk about today? And she'll have a conversation with Alexa. So that's, I, wow. I'm, I'm trying to bring up nerds. I really am. Yep, it's cool. So hopefully Alexa has solidified this plan for me. Yes. I mean, I'm such a geek. I get goosebumps. I'm serious talking about this, like just that machine learning. And I find this stuff so fascinating. It's ridiculous. And, 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 and for all industries, but especially for business. So that is crazy. And see, I have the Google Home and you know that mine's probably got to do that, but I've never really, I haven't paid attention. So I talk to it a lot, but I don't really, I actually haven't opened up my app a while, in a while because I use it with my Chromecast and my Spotify. So I'll, you know, to, I'll, I'll say, hey, Google to do this or that. But I haven't really paid attention to whether it's listening to our conversations. Now I know it probably is or is it whatever. You know, it's funny, this lady, she was in the class the other day. She's like, yeah, she's like, it's one time my husband and I were talking about this thing. And she, let's just say, is part of almost the greatest generation ever. She's like, we, uh, I was talking to my husband about this product and and I get off and sure enough, I get on to my uh, internet on my phone and there's that product right there. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I hear this so much, Olivia, and do not get me wrong. I, I This stuff probably happens. Maybe it does. But how many times do we talk about thousands of things on the phone, thousands of times, and we get off the phone and get on on Google and it's not there, right? There just happens to be that one time you were talking about saltine (laughs) crackers and you go to Google Chrome and you click on it like, oh my gosh, saltine crackers is on here, you know? (laughs) Or maybe it's a bunch of pictures of white guys. You're like, oh my gosh, crackers. It doesn't doesn't have anything to do with it, folks. I mean, come on, you can't make that correlation off one time, you know? So anyways, it's just something, sorry, I had to say that. That's what I was in this class, but you know, but it is crazy about this data. I mean, it is, and this is why I love this stuff, data people process. And Olivia, are you coming to IAOA um, Innovation 19? You're not? No? I, I would love to. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> well, we'll, we'll see. We'll I know, see. I know, I, I know you're busy, but like, that's going to be, I'm doing a keynote there. And okay. I am so excited. So it's Innovation and 19. It's part of the Insurance Agency's Owners Alliance. You heard of them? You have a, no? Mm-hmm. no? I That's mean, okay. from That's your okay. podcast. Yeah, 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 from my podcast. Well, they're, they're an interesting bunch of agents. I mean, they really, truly are. It's the 80-20 rule. Like there's about 20% of them that I really would consider I take their 
stuff and consider it. Okay. And then mm-hmm. the other 80%, it's like, nah, I don't think we see things the same way, you know, which is fine. That's, that's, that's fine. That's the way things are. But, uh, I, I always like hanging out in these things and listening to what agents are talking about and what's important to them and where they're needing help so that I can help bring them onto this podcast. And they have innovation and I, and you've heard me talk about it, but, uh, I'm going to be doing my keynote there. I think it's sold out, but as we start getting closer, I've already seen a couple agents who Something's come up, you know. They bought it last year. Uh, Travis and I bought our tickets last year uh, at the at the Arizona event, and and I tell you, it's a fabulous time. It's going to be very interesting. The keynotes are incredible. The breakout sessions are incredible, and I'm excited because just for a minute, I really truly am being humble. But this doesn't have to do with me. The keynote that I'm going to deliver is pretty exciting. You, as a loyal listeners, you've never really heard. You've probably heard about 20% of it, but the other 80%, I've wanted to talk about it a couple times, Olivia. Some of the stuff that I'm talking about in in this uh, presentation, in this in this speak, in this speech, even with you. But I'm like, oh, I can't talk about that. And I and I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about five models of of insurance agencies that will that are starting to be created today. And where you're going to have to be soon, or you're going to be, you're not going to be able to get past the separation, and you're going to be kind of left behind. And I mean, and it, the, the the ship is taking away is is launching off of the mothership, you know. And if you don't get there, the alarm's going off, and you got to run down the hallway and get on, you know. I'm not even a Star Wars guy, but that's kind of what I pictured right there for a minute. So I. I encourage anybody, if you can, to go. If you see somebody out there that's got a ticket for sale, uh, you know you might want to grab it. It's going to be a good time. Nicholas and Dave, Nicholas Ayers and Dave Jackson put on a fantastic event. So uh, if you can go, that'd be awesome. Look forward to seeing you out there if you could. But hope you never know, never know. Anything you want to throw into this conversation, Olivia? We've we've wrapped about a lot of stuff. I mean, uh, anything in the agency that we didn't get to talk about? Anything with Reed? Anything about the future industry? Got it. <laughs> What anything? Oh gosh, I don't know. I mean, oh, so I, I did want to talk a little bit about applied and Ivans and all of that kind okay. of fun stuff. Yes. I mean, that's that. I mean, that's that's kind of where the magic happened between me and you, Jason. Other it than really the elevator, is. that sounds so weird when I say other than the elevator <laughs> in Cleveland. That was just a hey. Yes. No, yes. I, I have to tell you this though. You instantly saw my name tag and read my name when we were on that elevator and okay. I was like, <laughs> like still trying to figure out where your name tag is and you're <laughs> off the elevator. You're like, see you later, Olivia. I'm like, how did you know my name? <laughs> so, um, I, I need to get better at name tag reading skills. Um, that's, that's honestly, that was the first thing that I learned from you. Oh, wow. Learned okay. to read name tags. <laughs> my my <laughs> boys get me every, my boys are fascinated and they're starting to do it. I, every time I walk into Walmart, I walk in the store and they have that greeter. I'm looking at their name tag. They do the same thing. They're like, I'm like, Hey, how are you doing Cheryl? And she'll look at me like, I don't even know this guy. And, and it's funny. <laughs> I do it all the time with the cash register. If I'm at a restaurant, I mean, I do it all the time and that's just my thing that I do. Um, but, uh, I also just knew you were giving off like that. Uh, that double L vibe, right? That loyal listener vibe. It was just whoa, 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 whoa. So it was just, it was pretty cool. But yeah, no. So you were saying something, I think, about living in an elevator or something. What were you? Thinking? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Loving an elevator, uh, or just or just meeting yeah. a podcast host in an elevator. You know, one of the two. So um, uh, Ivan's. That's what it was. Yes. So. 
I saw you at Ivan's and I know if I had been paying attention, so I was behind on podcasts. If I had been up to speed, I would have known you were going to be there. But again, it was just luck that we ended up in the same room, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. So that was exciting for me, but I think we... (laughs) We were, we were sidebarring a little bit during that conversation mm-hmm. and I only was in Ivan's Connect for about an hour or so. I didn't sit in that whole morning to evening session. You were there for um, Applied Net, right? Yes. I was yeah. there primarily for Applied Net, which I have to say they did an excellent oh, job. Gosh, did they ever. I heard about it. Wow. The keynotes were fantastic and they offered a new uh, professional development track as part of your course options. And I thoroughly enjoyed those classes. So uh, kudos to them for kind of expanding on the variety of classes that are available at Applied Net. I I always have a good time. Nashville's a great city. Uh, I had never been there before, but now I know it's a great city. So um, fabulous. Got to check something off of my bucket list. But you know, we've we've had a lot of conversations since since we came back, and it's really been me engaging in that download process because I didn't really understand it before. Um, I thought it was like a magic switch, but on my way to Elevate, I was in O'Hare, and I was chatting with another agent that I had connected with a year ago. Just happened to sit again. Look, sit down next to this lady and it's the same person that I've corresponded with throughout the year. And we're chatting about Applied Net and the guy behind us turns around and he goes, are you guys on your way to Nashville for Applied Net? (laughs) And I said, "Uh, yes. And he's like, I'm Jeff. I work for Ivan's. So, you know, instantly got to make a connection. We t- and he goes, do you handle interface for your agency? <laughs> and I said, no. <laughs> and I know I don't because I have no idea what you mean by that. <laughs> so I had, a, I had a very steep learning curve at that point. So then I'm just furiously researching. I'm on the plane and I'm like, what can I learn about interface before I get off of this plane and have to have another conversation with the guy? And so it's really just been learning from the people in our agency that are handling this every day, like what works, what doesn't work, what kind of conversation do we need to have with Ivan's or apply to make this better? And so commercial download is scary. I mean, for us uh, in small commercial, it's vital though. Right. We have to be doing it. And so- Why is it scary? Um, why is it scary? Tell me why. I, th- I think it's a little bit of that loss of sense of control. Okay. You know, and then I think for me, as I sit here and I, and I reflect on, you know, I read through my notes and I look at different things, like you really have to understand data points. You have to understand what it, what it looks like when it's leaving the carrier and why it looks the way it does when it comes into your system. And so you have to understand that interface so much better. I, I just, I really didn't understand it. And so you know, we've really started to just kind of look at that closer so that we can go back to our carriers and say, this is what you're doing well. This is what you're not doing well. And this is what we think you should be able to deliver to us. And just making sure that you're having open conversations, ask for the technology, you know, ask them to, you know, assign somebody on their IT team to be focusing on this. And so we've, we've just kind of made a concerted effort. And really, it hasn't been that long since we've been home, not even a month. And I feel like we're, we're, ha- we're starting to have deeper, more meaningful conversations with our carriers as to 
what we need to really be able to run our business efficiently when we're working out of the system. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is so exciting. These conversations are going on more and more in agencies, and this is so exciting. I mean, it's it's so exciting. These are conversations that have been needed to have for so long, so long. So there's a lot of things with this data. I will tell you this out there right now. Somebody's going to do this, and somebody's going to make a lot of money. And I got too many things going on where I'm trying to make money. I, I ain't got enough time to to try this. But but you know, with Ivans, the, when the information is sent to Ivans, you guys are going to hear a lot about this. And pretty could be three months, could be six, could be a year, could be a year and a half. And I'm interested. I'm, I'm curious as to the fight that uh, maybe uh, some of those who hold the data now are going to put up with it. But when your data comes from the company and comes into Ivan's, it actually comes in a certain file format that's actually, you can open it up. So like when it comes from Ivan's into your system, you could actually open up that file format. And, and, and it's pretty cool because what, we, what could easily happen with some organized effort is to get the companies to send it directly to the agent rather than sending it to Ivan's. And it comes to the companies being able to uh, create a separate, to split their downloads. Maybe an agency that's not as technologically advanced or doesn't want to deal with it can, can just keep going through Ivan's. But how about, and why not, and why is Ivan's 100% necessary? Now, keep in mind, my, my, guys, I sit on the advisory board. So, I mean, really. But there, as an agent, to tell them the way that I feel from what I hear from other agents. And it's possible, Olivia. And it's possible in the fact that if you can get the agent, the company, and I think I have a way of getting them to do it, and downloading it straight to the agent, what happens is, is I don't need it put into my management system. I want it downloaded to some type of folder. I'm simplifying this. I want it put in some type of folder. And then I'm going to go hire a tech person who is going to create a converter. And so the mm-hmm. way that that comes in, and I've talked to tech people and they say, once you create the converter, uh, tweaking it a little for each company and the way their data, because keep in mind, everybody, the data, the way that it's sent out from travelers is not the same and sometimes not even the same file format that it comes from Hartford and then the same one that comes from Cincinnati and then the same one, that, that, that's not all the same. So that's why it's sent to Ivan's. Ivan's then processes it per your mailbox knowing what type of system you have and converts it to that and sends it out to you. If you bypass them, and I'm not saying we're going to bypass them. I'm trying to create another lane is all I'm doing and saying, if you have this lane, we'll send it directly to you. Um, and then we go out, hire a, a, a somebody to create these converters. And then when you convert the data, Olivia, you control it. Now you could say, Olivia, as the head of select, gets to look through with her team and saying, this piece of data right here, we don't need it, and we have our own fields in there or something like that. We use that per our company for that, and we don't want that downloaded, right? Or we don't want that brought over. We want it converted, but we don't want it put in there. And this could easily be done. It very easily be done. And 
I mean, really easily be done. And I know for a fact it can because I've spoke to the dev guys. I've talked to it. The only problem is, is getting it come from the companies. Well, money talks and BS walks, and that's the way that we're going to have to do this. <laughs> and the reason is, is people don't understand like, okay, so, so, so I'll break this down. So travelers can, can, a lot of times we say, well, why doesn't certain things download, right? Why doesn't certain things download? And why can't I get, if I upload all this information to the company and it's on their mainframe, why doesn't it all come back down? Because Ivan's and um, TeamUp and other places, they charge by data, kilobyte or megabyte, whatever they use, okay? But they charge for that. Well, if Ivan's is only going to convert five or 10 of the 50 pieces of download off a client, let's say 50 pieces comes from travelers and it gets dumped into Ivan's. If Ivan's is only going to convert or, or change um, so much of that data, let's say 10 pieces of it and send it to our management system, maybe because our management system, that's all allows, or maybe that's all Ivan's can send, then travelers is not going to send all 50 pieces. They're going to send just the pieces that Ivan's or the management system are going to allow. The reason is it's a money thing. So my thing is we create the other lane by undercutting the other guys and saying, hey, if you'll, if you'll do this lane, I will charge you this much for the megabyte, you know, or hey, we won't charge you at all. Just send us the damn data. You know what I mean? And, and so I think that there's easily a lane that can be uh, created there. Um, does that make sense, Olivia? What are your thoughts if it does? That's, I mean, that's, that's fascinating. I mean, again, it, it brings back that sense of control. And, and once you map it out as yeah. to what you need, what's important to your business, I will say you need to use the fields as they're designated in your agency yes, management you system or your reports you are just a marshy mess. But like, I go back to Inland Marine. Okay, like, 50% of your commercial clients probably have some sort of inland marine policy. And the fact that, we, you know, it's like still, we still haven't figured yeah. that out. Like yeah. th that data should not be going to remarks, like put it yeah. where it makes sense. If I'm going to print a summary of insurance or whatever the case may be out of my system, even print an application, say I wanted to print the Accord app for some reason, I need the information to actually be in the right place and not all in remarks. Who would have thought? So... Yeah, you know, so it's like stuff you like that. So I, get, I get a little hot and bothered so about. Demanding. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, they're like, they're like, oh, we think we, there's no accord standard. Well, I, why is that the rule? Like, mm -hmm. I understand accord standard sets the minimum, but until they set a minimum, like, let's just decide what it's going to. You be. know, you we hear that so, a lot, Olivia. The accord standard, mm -hmm. right? The standard. So, agents, what does that mean? That means that whenever you're in your bank, let's talk about that. You go to Europe and you can still use your debit card or a credit card. That's because the banking industry has standards that they everybody must adhere to so that these type of transactions can happen. The insurance industry does not truly have standards. Now, they do, Olivia, to be fair, there's accord standards but not everybody adheres to them and no one makes them adhere to them. So that's why all this crap happens. So sorry, sorry. That just, just a lot of people don't know that Olivia, like <laughs> us geekdoms, you know, do. So and that's actually one of the first buildings that was built in geekdom uh, was that right there was, so, so no, so the, 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 it is. So I think we could do that. I really think that that could be done. And I'm going to tell you right now, it is being done. 
There is a vendor out there that has convinced two carriers. One of them is large. The other one's, uh, I'd say, a regional, maybe a super regional. And they are testing it to see how, how it mm. can be done and how, how quickly it can be done. Because this vendor has a product that hooks into the management system that's very vital to it having to be done this way. Because the data that they need that, to be honest with you, your consumer uses this product and they need it too. It's essential. The carrier can't get that data through Ivan's for whatever, which reason. I don't know that reason. But they can't get it through Ivan's to get it to come to the management system so that the uh, vendor's product that is connected to them AMS needs. So they've now convinced these carriers to say, if we can create another lane that goes directly to that management system, um, and that's the way they're still kind of doing it. I think for large agencies like yourself, I think they should still just be all sent to a folder or and it's automatically mapped to a converter that uh, that you guys have preset. I think that would just be so much easier. But I don't know. There's just, they, ha- they are doing it. And so uh, what we are doing right now is it's a, light, a little, it's a lightly formed, we're trying to form a coalition so that we can can speak and say, hey, listen, there's not a lot of us, right? It's like 1% of the industry are going to do this, are going to actually create a converter and do all this, right? It's just not going to happen for a lot of people. But there are those that are trying to utilize data to create that customer experience who read my book. No, I'm sorry. That was, that was terrible self-promotion, but no. And, and so, so so they, 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 um, I just think that there's people out there that need that and I think they'll use it. And so I think you guys would, especially if you, if you knew about it and you were able to explain it to the higher ups and all the other departments as, Hey guys, guess what? We now can control what goes in and out of our system, you know, and you're going to have more data. You're going to have more data. Like you said, that Inland Marine, it's sitting on their mainframe. That data is, it's sitting there. Like, why can that not just be put to you in your system? It's, it's there. How I know is when I go to their system and I pull up that policy, all the information's there. You know? Right. It's like, right. it's there. Come on. Hello. It yeah. exists. It, it's not, it's not a unicorn. It really does exist. And you know, how do we, how do we, uh, get to get to the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow i feel like when it comes to inland marine because it's it's just that it's that line of business i'm like why is this why is this the world's biggest there's a ton of those and it's not like someone's got to go get it out of the 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 computer and package it up and take it to the post office and mail it no it's electronic it can be automated i mean no one (laughs) even has to do anything you just gotta set it up anyways wow that was a straight geekdom session whoa I'm telling you oh, what. Man, we didn't even talk about Bob. Well, no, Jason. we can't because oh yeah, you were complaining about how terrible the Bob uh, accord, <laughs> uh, the Bob accord is. Yeah, that's so true. And you know, that's something I don't think about a lot because I don't do a lot of bops, right? So that, but that's why when I was talking to you and started looking at your card and going, oh, this is what this person does. They can bring a different perspective to this, you know. So. So it was great. So it really was. Anything else? I mean, I could talk about Ivan's all day long. And if you guys want to have a conversation with me, fantastic about it. Um, I do have uh, Ivan's advisory. I just got our thing in. We're meeting March like 26th to the 27th. And all it is is that agents are made up of agents that represent management systems. So like I represent, I used to represent QQ. Um, I probably, I'll be representing Tech Canary um, because I'll be using them at that time. And then all the main management systems are there, probably like the top six or seven. 
and then they bring in the top four, five, six, seven, eight you know, CIOs, and then they bring in the management systems. Are let's see the agents. Oh, then they bring in agents as well. When I go, I'm not on the agents advisory board. I actually misstate that all the time. I'm there actually an agent representing Tech Canary because the Tech Canary doesn't want to send just their person who doesn't necessarily understand. They want they they send an mm, agent to yeah. come. All of them do. Uh, applied or uh, Applied does. Applied will send somebody for Epic, you know, and they also send somebody for Tam. Vertifor sends for Sajida and the other ones, just like that. Easy Links is there, so they're represented, and th- and that's when you get shit done because they meet on one on a half of a day, and the other across the hall we're meeting, and then we all come together. And when you come together, you can't start pointing fingers. So that's why, and and this is where a lot of people, Olivia, don't like Ivans, but and the fact that they bought, um, that they own all the data, that Applied owns Ivan's and bought that. But here's the deal. It sat there for years and no one was doing anything with it. It was, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know that, and maybe you've heard this before, I don't know, back back in the 90s when Download was created, it was put um, and created with Ivan's and stuff. And really there wasn't a lot of ways for it to make a lot of money at the initial because data wasn't, a lot of data wasn't being transferred. It was all new. And so they got into medical billing and they got into medical billing and that side of their business, they split Ivan's into two sides and that side was actually very profitable. So that's where all of their attention went. Well, the problem with it was is nothing was getting done. It was getting it was getting treated very poorly, and and the AMS companies like Applied, like Vertifor, were like, "Come on, someone's got to get this done," you know. And then the agents are saying this. Finally, Applied said, "We're just going to go buy them if no one's going to do anything." Then when they buy them, everybody starts crying foul and saying how it's wrong, but no one wanted to do anything, you know? So that's right. That's where I applaud them. I'm like, Hey, they took advantage of it. Now everybody's like, well, it's got to, it should be part of a non-for-profit that's neutral. And it's like, yeah, now you guys say that when Applied owns it, you know? <laughs> yes. That's, that's not going to happen now. It's, it's too, too, too late, late in the ballgame. So let's just work with them. You know, let's just do the best we can. And to be honest with you, they came right out of the bat and everything they said back in 2012, 2013, um, when I was first on the board and it first just happened, everything they said they have done. We're not trying to take this over. I mean, they confronted it. They're like, we're not trying to take over the industry. We, we're actually now opening this up to where we're a management company and we know the frustrations that other management companies and agents are having because they're telling us. And so we just buy it and we're going to take care of it. And I applaud them. They did. And I really, maybe there's things behind the scenes that you and I don't know about Olivia, but I just don't see where they really are a big issue in the the sales process. I really don't think that's affecting it that much in the way that data process is, is sent between the carriers and stuff like that. I don't think that Applied has any leg up because keep in mind, as I said, we have access to the data. We really do. Agents are like, oh, Applied's hoarding our data. That's actually not true. You can get to that data. You can get it, but you have to and, and Olivia, just so you do know, you might want to talk to your download people about this and anybody else out there. You can get that data and you can open that data, I believe, after it comes to, after it leaves Ivan's, you can have your management system not do automatic downloads 
and you can have it downloaded into a file. I don't know if it splits it up by company or whatever, but before it went into your management system, you guys could look at hiring somebody who could make that converter. So it's not coming straight from the company. So you're not getting all the data that the company sends. You're having to only deal with what Ivan sends, which is what you're doing now. It's just doing automatic Mm -hmm. download and you may not like that, but you guys could probably look at creating your own converter, but it's going to be the data that Ivan sends. And maybe you guys want it put in our different data. And I don't know, it allows you to manipulate it if that's what you want. The ideal is coming direct from the carrier, but you still can do that and open that up. I, I was told this by Tech Canary and shown all this by Tech Canary. So, and, and I'm moving hmm. to them right now. So just a thought, might want to play this section here for your for uh, your download team or whoever's in charge of doing all that uh, fun stuff. So anyways, it has been a minute and 10, uh, to, it has been an hour and 10 minutes or about nine minutes, which is incredible. This is probably the longest one I've ever done. So I have to, <laughs> I have to bring you back on. Um, one thing I'm going to try to do is do... Uh, I've done this before, but I'm going to do uh, the month of May. I'm going to do moms and insurance for Mother's Day, and so yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So what I'm going to do is is I'm only going to interview, um, play interviews for of of mothers that are insurance agents or in the industry, and how it affects them. And because you know, you said you had two kids, right? I think you said two, three, three. What are they? uh, Boys, girls? Uh, two boys that are 12 and almost nine. My middle one turns nine next Tuesday. And then I have a five-year-old girl. So the baby, the princess, oh, it's, but let's, let's make them famous. Let's make them famous. What's their names? Uh, Taylor is my 12-year-old. Cameron is my eight, almost nine-year-old. And Karis is my five-year-old. So you can play this for them and they'll be like, oh my God, oh my God. You know, we're on Spotify. We're on Spotify. Oh my God, Mama, we're on YouTube. And I'm like, guys, see, your mom is cool. (laughs) They actually right now still think you're cool. It's, you know, wait until they get older. Oh my God. You don't have a 19 year old. Oh my God. Anyways, um, yes. Oh my gosh. gosh, Unbelievable. (laughs) It's everything that everybody told me that it would be. And believe me, my child up to about the year 17 and a half years was perfect. You know, and then he's just all of a sudden, he just got smart overnight. I don't know what happened. And dad and mom got stupid. It is the classic of what you hear. That's what happened, what happened with <laughs> us. But, you know, he's a good child. He's, he's been gone for two months. He hasn't asked us for any money. He's got a place that he's living with uh, some friends. And so I can't complain. It could be a lot worse and he'll figure it out. And that's what I told me. Even if he wanted to go in the insurance business or work for me right out the gate, I wasn't going to let him. I'm mean, like, I, I've been told yeah. that by millions of people. Like, you need somebody else in the world. It's like after I was happy after I'd coached him in basketball and all of his sports, and then he gets into seventh grade and then he has school stu- uh, uh, coaches. I could see him just get better dramatically because he immediately left me and went to somebody else and was able to learn new skills, you know, and get get and learn life from other people. And and I think that that equates the same way as I'm not saying I know a lot of people started in, in their mom and dad's agency when they were twelve, you know, filing documents and stuff. But, but, uh, I, uh, I think that there's also some value of making them go out in the world and get beat up by somebody else, you know, then they realize that dad's actually really cool. So they'll go back <laughs> to the way they used to think. So anyway, so um, Olivia, I appreciate your time. I really, really do. Um, but I will say, hold on. There was one thing. Leaders are readers and leaders are readers. What are you reading? So on my just finished list was, uh, crazy rich Asians. Okay. So I, I don't read a lot of, 
um, fictional books, but I did, I did read that one. And then I went to see the movie. I say, if you only do one or the other. That's just my, as, as a reader who interpreted it differently, envisioned a different movie, but uh, also finished Delivering Happiness. Fascinating book. Tony Shea is a genius. And the culture that he's built at Zappos is obviously incredible. Uh, just finished, I think like a week ago, Do a Day by Brian Falchuk, who I was fortunate enough to meet and have stayed in contact with him since Insurance Nerds Day. But I just started Revolution, Turn Crisis into Clarity and Ignite Growth by Tim Lehman. Wow. That sounds like a lot. Um, this is a fascinating book about, specifically about insurance agencies. So, really? Oh, it is. I'm only in chapter three and I'm just, I, I think I'm going to have whiplash from nodding my head so much. Um, oh, wow. If you agree with it that much, so do I then. Yes. Yeah. And then Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis. So I'm, I'm doing some tandem reading right now, but it's good to have a little bit of girl power and then have my insurance geek stuff at the same time. So flopping, flip-flopping between the two books, but enjoying that. Wow. That, that, that sounds awesome. That, those, those sound really, really good. So, Hey, Olivia, uh, say hi to the kids. Tell the husband that it's okay that you got the Alexa. It's okay. <laughs> and I look forward to speaking to you again. We'll talk again soon and I'll make sure I get you in for the moms in May. Okay. Okay. Hey, Sounds And if wonderful. you know any other agents out there in the industry, because you moms like all of a sudden, like just find each other, right? This is a very tough thing for me to do. You remember me when I was talking with you there at Ivan's, I was even like, I just, I want you to get on because of the other things with the small business, but just because you're a woman as well, because I can't find any women and the ones that I do, they refuse to come on. They'll be like, Oh no, no, no. I couldn't get on there. And I'm like, well, you're standing here talking to me right now, right? I mean, so it's the same thing. It's just we won't be in the same room, right? And they don't they don't want to do it for some reason. I also have a bunch of guys that don't either. I'm not picking on women. I'm just saying more than than not, that's who they are. So that that's the way that they think. So thank you very much, Olivia, for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It was I hope we Oh, it was what? I was gonna say it was my pleasure. I was I'm very I'm excited it worked out. Did you know that Joey kind of broke me in. Like he said, let's just do a podcast. And we recorded it with 15 minutes warning on a Friday afternoon. No, I did not know that. And I'll be <laughs> honest with you. I didn't know that you were on Joey's R. I did, but I forgot that you had told me that. So yeah. That's- yeah. Well, it wasn't planned. It really was spur of the moment. And then he told me about, he, I believe he referred to it as a love triangle between you and Ryan and oh. himself. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, well, that's an interesting way to phrase it, but okay, tell me more. In in a way, it kind (laughs) of is. So yeah, that's that's exactly right. That's 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 exactly right. Olivia, enjoy your day. Thank you very much for geeking out with me. Insurancegeekdom.com is what we're gonna need to get. And yeah, and and you and I will uh, we can lead it. And in the meantime, all you loyal listeners, thank you very much for taking your time to listen to Agency Intelligence, where we are the real agency intelligence and not all the artificial stuff that all the insurance agents and consultants want to tell you out there. We are done. Are dropped calls and poor voice quality slowing down your business communication? It's time you switch to a solution that keeps the team connected seamlessly. Introducing Lightspeed Voice, your gateway to a revolutionary VoIP system designed 
to elevate your business communications to the next level. With Lightspeed Voice, you get more than just a reliable connection. You get feature-rich system that adapts to your business needs, whether it's video, conferencing, virtual voicemail, or call forwarding. Lightspeed Voice, they've got you covered. They got my agency covered at the Insurance Alliance. Worried about the transition? Don't be. Lightspeed Voice offers a seamless integration, making the switch to our VoIP system a breeze. Our expert support team, that's what they're known for, is here to guide you every step of the way, ensuring a smooth and efficient transition for your business. That's right. But that's not all. Lightspeed Voice is not just a communication tool. It's a strategic investment in your business success. It is. Save on your monthly communication costs while enjoying top-notch service. It's a win-win and it is. You can put that money somewhere else. Don't let outdated communication systems hold your business back. Upgrade to Lightspeed Voice today and experience the difference. Visit our website or call now to schedule a demo and see firsthand how Lightspeed Voice can transform your business communications. Lightspeed Voice, where every word matters and your business is always in sync. CAS approved.